0: Thanks for tuning in to the Meditation Conversation. Hop on over to Karagoodwin.com. You can get a free 10-minute guided meditation right on the homepage to help you experience deep levels of peace. I also have lots of resources to learn meditation and to support your practice. And of course, by supporting those services, you are supporting my work, including the production of this very podcast to assist more souls on their path to awakening. Thank you for your support and enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by Michael Massey. Hi, Michael.
1: Hi, Kara. Hi, everyone.
0: Welcome back. Thank you. And today is... June 6th and we are aiming to release this episode if I can keep things flowing in the right direction <laughs> which is not necessarily a given right now um, hopefully by the time this is released it will be June 9th
1: June 9th
0: which is like the best day of the whole year
1: why is that Kara because
0: it's our birthday
1: oh that's right it is <laughs> yes it is
0: So happy birthday, Michael. Happy
1: birthday, (laughs) Kara. Thank
0: you. (laughs) Um, So we thought today we would just kind of give a little bit of a field report. I love doing these where we just sort of have a touch point with what's going on right now. What are you hearing from people? Because you have a lot of contacts all across America who are very tuned in to the energetics. And what's fun is that... um, you know, we all have our our networks, right? So, um, you have a lot of of um, contact with people, like I said, who are in tune with energy and they're like conscious of more happening than what's beyond the surface. And I have some people like that, and then I have people who like have no interest in that kind of thing. Um, but I am hearing things from people who are coming to me like what is going on? Is there something with the planets? Is there something like going on with the atmosphere that's causing this craziness? Um, I know in my own personal sphere, um, you know, things have been wild and unexpected um, and difficult. So um, I'm going to hand that over to you. What kind of things are you hearing and experiencing in this early June period.
1: Okay. Well, we're just on the heels of the Mercury retrograde.
0: Yeah. Easy for retro- you to say.
1: <laughs> Retrograde. Uh that last that was three weeks that wrapped up um this past Friday. And this was a pretty this is a pretty doozy of of a particular period. And so there was a lot of turmoil um, that happened uh, there in May. And uh, I know uh, your father-in-law is in the hospital and don't know Mm -hmm. his current status. Um, And I had two of my close friends from up in Seattle, both of them lost their fathers uh, Mm -hmm. during this time period. Um, And um, (laughs) um, you know, I went through a little incident myself um, with that was a little bit scary Um,
0: with your own health. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Actually. And then I had. um, Yeah. uh, You know, I had a a a seizure that just I'd never had one like that before. And it. it, um, uh, Yeah, it really scrambled me up. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now kind of coming out of that but then that was stacked with a just a string of of other health calamities that just went bang bang right. bang um so that's just how it played out in my own my own personal sphere um uh, with myself some of my other contacts uh in terms of may mm-hmm. now here we are um, now into June and I get a very different feeling about what's in store for us here in June and it's getting me kind of excited. Okay. Okay. So I know that people out there right now, you may be, since we're kind of in this transition window from, um, uh, uh, from, you know, May into June here, some people may be still feeling the repercussions of what we've, kind of just been through um, and others are already starting to reorient or tune into what's coming up or what's um, at hand. And so there's a, there's a growing sense that, that there's we're right on the cusp of something. Mm -hmm. And, Now, we've talked, you know, many times before is is there's no one one bill fits all in terms of how anybody experiences these planetary shifts, right? And so it has an amplification type of effect. Um, And um, so, uh, yeah, so... Um if you've done your all your inner work or whatnot, these transit can be very beautiful and exciting. And uh for those who haven't yet, then uh done that inner work, these these periods can um be uh, filled with drama, traumatic, um, or in extreme cases, uh souls just aren't ready to they, they're not prepared to move forward. Their 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 physical vessel literally is like they have outdated hardware. Mm -hmm. It's like a computer system, and that just it it can't it can't Can't handle handle the the new version of Windows, yeah, or whatever. And so the hardware becomes obsolete, and it can only run so long on that old software. Yeah. And
0: I love that analogy of the, the hardware and software. And I I was um, last night, I think right before we started talking, I mentioned like I was just talking to a client and she has had a really crazy, you know, couple of weeks. And she was kind of like, when's it going to stop? <laughs> you know, how long are we in for like, and and why is it happening? And one of the things that I was equating it to so I'd love your take on this. And maybe I've mentioned this before. Um, but I kind of think of it as we've got new energetics coming in. Because it, would you say that this is related to the photon belt or that, you know, the the high frequency um, energy in the galaxy that we're moving through, and it's coming into the earth, and it's affecting the sun, and it's affecting the the planet?
1: Yeah, it's all, that's all, yeah, that's right. all part of this. So, so yeah, the overall uptick in the energy that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's available. arriving and available to us. Right? right.
0: And so as we, as energetic beings with, you know, the energy building, you know, that's the physical, it's the emotional, it's the mental, it's our spiritual, but we, you know, it's something new that's coming in and we have to kind of calibrate to it because it's, because it's new, just like any, anything has to adjust. And so we kind of recalibrate, but that makes things shaky because we have to kind of find out like, how do I do this? (laughs) You know, what does this mean for my physical body? Like, how do I adjust myself so that I can sit in these energies and be comfortable and be upgraded or, or whatever's in store for us. Um, but it requires, you know, it requires shifting and, um, and to find that equilibrium. I don't know. Would that be kind of accurate?
1: Um, yeah, it does. And w- cause it, w- I'm going to go back a little bit here to our computer analogy, cause mm-hmm. it really, it, I really love this too. And so, and, I, you know, I've got a background in, in technology and stuff. So, um, so what we're really talking about here is what we call FPGAs. Oh, right. Okay.
0: Say no more. All right. Well, in case there's anybody who doesn't know what that is. Obviously, uh, I, I know. I mean, I everybody should FTBGs. know. ftb
1: This is This is a – um, the technology has been around for a while, but it's called a, a, a field programmable gate array. And what it is is it's a hardware that um, uh, it's hardware that can reconfigure itself through a software update. Okay. Okay. And this is um, led into other kinds of technologies called uh, MEMS um, and um, uh, another technology which is called software radio. Now, so the the concept behind this is that you actually have hardware that can. Can literally be reconfigured through you know remotely through a software update, and our bodies are being biological organic systems, and the very nature of the DNA woven through every cell in our body is like that. And so, as so as these energies or frequencies come in, then they're picked up through this little radio mechanism in our DNA, and literally can upgrade our biology in order to support Mm. these higher you know that these these new waves of of energies that are now available to us okay okay so in this sense the human the human body if you kind of look at it as a piece of technology it almost opens well at least it does for me is it opens up this like kind of this awe and wonder and go, wow, if I just look at my body as a piece of technology, this is the most amazing technology, you know, ever. Um, It's incredible. And it's, it's almost, and it's, it's funny in that, that all the advances in, in technology that we're make making, or in some way, almost um, a mimicry of biological functions that are really built into us.
0: Okay, so what would be some examples of that?
1: Um, what would be examples of that? Well, for one is um, is this advancement to reconfigurable hardware?
0: Oh, right. Okay, okay? Mm-hmm.
1: which is actually mirroring on organic system. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to actually turn the technologies to build technical ways to make them function more like an organic biological entity. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, of course, we have the, uh, the whole push towards AI and stuff like that. Now, if you want to even extend that further, um, then we can talk about, uh, uh, you know, like... Um, Wi-Fi is being actually a mere extension of of an innate ability that we have to, for telepathy.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: So it's like there's there's nothing really new under the sun. We're actually kind of borrowing from what we actually know. or but what's from hidden s-
0: because these are not like right mainstream. No, you know. Parts no, of the but technology. where did
1: the inspiration to create that to begin yeah. with come from? You know, so anyways, that's just, that's a philosophical argument. We don't have to go um, down that, but it's just a fun, fun fun little thing to think about. And that, that particularly we've built all this because these abilities have been suppressed. Mm -hmm. You see, so the full picture is that, oh, we have, you know, instant connection, communication with, you know, with knowledge banks and each other and all that sort of everything Mm -hmm. but if those abilities have been naturally suppressed in us then we're driven to still complete that picture but we're doing it through a projection externally and we're building little machines that do it for us
0: yeah yeah that's
1: kind of neat stuff to to think about so now um so what's happening with um, with each of these transits and these portal openings as this happens? Now the important thing is, and it, you know that what happens is is uh, we mentioned three different cases. Okay, one one is as you know we go through a transit period and that can be very exciting and and awesome, um, or it could be traumatic. Um, I uh, filled with drama right um more uh we might just exit right right okay so and the the determining kind of determining factor here is uh the rigidity of the belief system
0: mm-hmm. okay right, yeah,
1: okay, so what happens is if See, our bodies are capable of auto-updating and all that sort of stuff unless we constrain them through a rigid belief system where we become so closed-minded that we do not accept any of these upgrades, at which point our hardware will eventually just become obsolete and we will exit. Mm. And our time here will be done. Okay, now... Now there's the middle case where um, it's like pseudo fixed, like it's you're kind of too attached to your, old, to your old belief systems, and then it takes so it takes some kind of trauma or crises to break that up in order to open the mind up again to new possibilities. Okay. Or one can already just be open, okay. and then in which case there's no trauma or crises necessary. Okay. But this is all about the belief systems because the belief systems become the, the they're like the filtration system by which uh we're able to access these energetics.
0: It's so fascinating because it's showing trauma as a tool and it is such a powerful tool. You know, how many people have had a near death experience that it's totally blown open their understanding of what's happening. Yeah here and after death. And they just, and I mean, that would be, I would think one of the ultimate traumas, you know, where you, you die and then you come back, you know? Um, but it, it's interesting. I mean, I, I love to reframe things because on the surface, you know, we think one thing is happening and, Mm -hmm. and it can, and, and I have to remind myself of this when I'm going through difficult things, you know, it's like, oh, why is this happening? Why? You know, it shouldn't be like this. It should be like this. And it can be so helpful to pull back and be like, okay, something must be coming. Like this must be necessary or it must be an opportunity that is going to, you know, be the, maybe the quickest route for me to be able to have exposure to this experience or this emotion and get deeper into coming into mastery or whatever, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's great to have those reminders because I can imagine the people who are listening, you know, it's not the first time that they've heard that, you know, uh, your traumas are, can be catalysts for things, but it can be so helpful to have those reminders of, of the role that they can play here in our human experience.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's and it's a great self-reflective question to ask. There's many, there's a number of great questions, but, um, uh, but it's just simply to ask is, is, uh, um, what are my limiting beliefs or how are my beliefs limiting Um, my experience and expression of life. Yeah. And just, uh, you, and then for those who are unaware, the the idea behind that is you're not quizzing yourself so much. It's just to introduce this kind of a question within a meditative, uh, your meditative practice. So you just, you just kind of, you ask the question and then, then just quiet, you know, still your mind and just see what, what kind of bubbles up mm-hmm. to the surface and incidentally you know if you like most people it's not uncommon that when if we ask such an honest question like that but it doesn't mean we're always going to like the answer
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you know yeah it's like uh yeah you know, he, he likes to be like, oh, yeah, I got mustard. I had my mustard on my chin for the whole date. Oh, my goodness. Right. <laughs> and and uh, that's whenever we take a look at ourselves, we're going to um, uh, we're going to be confronted. We're going to find things that we're. We need to change for our own growth to continue. Yeah. So and um, so be open to that, even if you don't know what the change is and it will present. Mm -hmm. And then you can just, then you can argue with yourself about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So, uh, what I, now back to the grid here in terms of what's happening planetary, what are we on the cusp of? Of course, we're coming up to, um, solstice, uh, solstice, um, which would be like the second most significant day in June. Right. right. Yes. Uh, right. Because <laughs> right. flag you, day. Yeah. You, oh yeah. <laughs> no, just not just
0: kidding. Because of our birthday.
1: birthday. Yeah. June 9th.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: Um, and okay, so I've I've gotten some different reports from uh, from people in terms of what they're they're feeling uh, and they're experiencing this general sense of like we're on the cusp of something. And so this next uh, portal opening or gateway transit period, and as this opens up, there's an opportunity, of course, for the elevation uh, of uh, an expansion of consciousness, again, to step into greater awareness, um, uh, to expand one's sense of self, one's one's, uh, um, uh, awareness. Now uh, that what's going on here there's a lot of activity on what I would call the galactic plane, and also um, what I would just in, in more general terms, I would just call the interplanes and I can I'm picking this up and so when I tuning into the galactic plane, it looks like um, I Um, it kind of looks like for for those who've seen like uh, old like kind of medieval battle battlegrounds and you have the armies that approach the battlefield and then there's this whole series of trumpet calls as different flags and regiments as they march out and they take their positions Mm -hmm. onto the battlefield where there's this maneuvering or of putting all the pieces into place kind of a mm-hmm. all right so that's what I'm seeing at the galactic plane mm-hmm. and so it's like things are, are moving into position now this is where it starts that's to give. Exciting. I know and and for something and all I can tell is that it's imminent so it's mm-hmm. you know I it's. This is. It's is uh, like it's. This is happening, and and what I'm seeing is. Uh, um. Is, generally in the past, we take a certain transit period, like uh, uh Lions Gate or something like that, and I'll witness, and I can see into this, you know, in into the ethers. Now oh, there's this like ringed gate that opens up that's the the portal. The portal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this one is different. I've never seen anything quite like it. Really? Yeah, it's more like it's a pattern of gates that are all coming together to form a super gate that's opening up that's the bigger than anything I've ever we've ever witnessed before.
0: Oh my gosh, there's so many tingles all in my head. <sighs> Um, oh
1: wow! Wow! Whoa. Wow! And this is this is like a team effort of of epic proportions. So there are planetary grid sectors that are lighting up that have not activated yet. They're activating, and they're all working together. And this is in combination with what I'm seeing on the galactic plane, as well as what I'm feeling internally, um, straight to the core
0: And that would be the inner planner. Yeah. About. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So what are you feeling like in your heart?
1: Well, Doesn't things
0: feel like they're coming, shifting and coming. Yeah, into Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really do feel that.
0: That's incredible. So do you get the sense that what is imminent will be, because it sounds very powerful. And I do you feel like it's something that will um, be like more and more people will undeniably be experiencing like what, like something is shifting. So meaning if we go back to how I started this where it's like, okay, your contacts are already tuned in and have gone through a lot of awakenings we may be talking to people who are just dipping their toe in and it's like, you know, maybe they meditate and they have a curiosity about things, but they're newer or they're not quite as dialed into things, but, um, but they're even starting to notice. So maybe, you know, it keeps expanding toward more and more people who have no, no, interest even in this type of conversation going, what in the world is going on, you know?
1: Yeah. And um, uh, it's one of these things, right? I mean, I can, uh, you know, I'm bearing witness to what I see on the energetic side, um, how it plays out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is is really speculation or conjecture. Yeah, right. Okay, so
0: let's speculate. Okay, we can, uh, we That's can
1: totally speculate, too. but yeah. I'm this is not a prediction. Okay. I just uh it's a speculation. Uh and one of the nat- <laughs> the nature of this gate and the size of it is blo- is like almost, it blows my mind and I'm like wow, there's m- I mean more 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 people are going to go through this transit than it was ever possible before. Um, so, it, to answer your question, is a lot, uh, it's gonna, it, a lot of f- folks are gonna be transiting mm-hmm. through this and subsequently getting their upgrades.
0: Okay. okay? And so, when you say transiting, that doesn't necessarily mean dropping the body and transition. Oh no, 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 no I don't yeah.
1: mean, I don't mean that kind of a transition. Okay. I mean, tra- uh, transiting through like you would,
0: And it, that it, expansion you're like going that you through the airport terminal
1: about. and you're going and then you're transiting to the,
0: right. And on the other side, side. is greater expansion, greater, Correct. you know, what well, we can't say for sure, but yeah. that's the potential. It's, yeah.
1: When I, and, and yeah, that's, Um, Thanks for clearing that up. And I'll tend to say when I'm referring and speaking in this kind of terms, if I'm referring to somebody who's, um, who's not going to make the transit, then I would refer to that as cycling off.
0: Oh, right. Okay. That would be dying. Dying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dropping the physical body. Yeah. 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 Um, So uh, then now, all of the you know the, how much literature and teachings and whatever have have you come across that uh, that kind of boils down our choices into this base level uh, duality of love and fear?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everybody that's not that's not new news that we have this choice of love and fear and you know and we can evaluate you know all of um uh uh, all of our decisions um uh, based on Mm -hmm. this particular dynamic um say well is that person is they you know oh they're 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 You know, parent is, you know, kind of hyper controlling of their children under the guise of going, oh, they say that they're loving and they're trying to protect their kids. Uh, Not so much. Mm -hmm. They're actually acting out of fear. Yeah. Right. So there's things get mislabeled a lot, um, particularly in our own minds. We think that it's something's love when it's actually it's, it's actually fear. Um, So, um, so, but that aside, okay, what, what's really exciting to me, which I'm sensing here in this combination of what's going on on the, these multiple planes of existence is, um, is this new shift or opening up this gateway to, to true love. And now, ninety-nine point nine nine percent of all humans um, are really uh, yes, we all love. Um, and and it uh, overwhelmingly, though, it's conditional love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, now, conditional love feels good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Love always feels good in all of its forms. Mm-hmm. It's always a beautiful thing. Um, the difference between conditional and unconditional love is that conditional love is, is like, okay, there's there's obviously there's something attached to it in terms of some condition. And if that condition uh, gets hit or met, then it, it triggers and it interrupts and the, the flow of love stops and that's what hurts. Uh that's what's painful. And that's what's, um you know within all forms of relationships whenever that interruption occurs that's that's a, that's a sign of conditional love. Now the amazing thing about unconditional love is is that that flow of love is never interrupted. That's the very nature of unconditional love. Now the Interesting thing is that is that just because two people love each other unconditionally doesn't mean that they always agree. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that they're um, you know uh, won't be conflicts or anything like that. But the difference is that that the hearts never close off to each other, mm-hmm. and the one thing that hurts more than anything else. Is uh yeah, is when our heart shuts down. We call it a broken heart, mm-hmm. you know. And whether it lasts for a few days or it lasts for a few years or a few decades or however long it lasts, it's awful. Mm-hmm. And so this the reason I'm bringing this up is i um, this is this is really um is really core and central to this next phase that we're going through where. More and more of us imagine a world where, where, uh, instead of loving conditionally, we loved unconditionally. And even keeping everything else so called the same, but that one, that one, that one switchover, uh, would be the salvation of us as a species. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it doesn't mean that our differences, you know, we still have differences and disagreements. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But our responses to those disagreements, our responses to the conflicts will be very, very different. Mm -hmm. Because in the flow of unconditional love, um, it's, it's not possible really to... Um, uh, dehumanize, demonize, or separate ourselves from another,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so there's a, there's an in in there's a intrinsic understanding that we're all in this together.
0: Yeah, yeah, and being able to experience that on a mass scale, scale would be, be
1: right, yeah. and now. Again, this is a kind of spec. There's a bit right. of speculation here, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't necessarily think that this is like I I don't know that it's going to be a flip the switch and all of a sudden everybody on the planet is right. That, that's that's kind of like the you know that's a that's a glory glory hallelujah moment that we all would like. Hey, yeah, I'll take that. Let's yeah. have that, right? Okay. That would make it all so much easier. Yeah. Um, so I don't know exactly what this transit is going to be, but it's moving forward in that direction. At a, at a at a scale that I have not witnessed before.
0: I have so much heat at my crown since like this whole time where I'm like, Ooh, a lot of times I get air conditioner crown. This yeah. is like hot crown. I don't uh, know, okay. I don't know what would be the reason for the difference, but whoo, it's warm. <laughs> Wow. Well, thank you so much. Any, does anything come to you as far as parting wisdom of, of, you know, making this as smooth of a transition as possible?
1: Um, You know, I, I, there's, there's a few, I, uh, I'm trying to think of like a movie scene that, um,
0: the end of the, that Avengers movie with, where they all start a, coming out of the do, portals it's a, it's
1: a, and they all
0: yeah, like take up a, Oh my gosh, well, that's an amazing thing. Isn't it? Yes. It's, which it, which one is that? Infinity Wars?
1: No, that wouldn't have been in end game. Endgame. Endgame, the the very very final one, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, boom, and everyone's, you know, and it's like that that moment, reinforcements arriving, kind yeah. of a moment. The um, you know, the Uh, I was thinking to the Lord of the Rings, you know, when the elves show up to support um, um, uh, the kingdom of Rohan, Um, the 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 lighting of the beacons when they light the beacons and they're they're panning and they're going from mountain top and like word is spreading across the land this call for help, right? Yeah, you know, and then there's Mm -hmm. this and and men and elves and dwarves, you know, they all Mm -hmm. these different very different yeah they're all, together. they're all coming together uh because despite their own differences and their own conflicts or whatever they all stand for what is good and what is true yeah and that's more important than anything
0: that's well, beautiful well thank you so much michael oh thank it's you and
1: thank you all for listening
0: yeah and many blessings to everybody During this time of transition, I hope it's uh, a beautiful and smooth one for all of you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to do me one quick favor, which is to think of one person who would benefit from hearing this content. Let them know you're thinking of them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.